as deals come down the pipe in your future, you're going to structure them so that you're doing very well as well as possible. We're all in this to make money and to be profitable and to build wealth. And so you want to make sure you're doing that, but it's not so important on the first deal. Welcome to The Apartment Guys, where we dive deep into all things multifamily investing. Our mission is to educate, inspire, and empower real estate investors to reach their highest potential. Each week, host Tate Seamer interviews high-level guests from all over the industry who are sure to bring valuable, actionable ideas that will propel your career to the next level. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned investor, you are in the right place. And now your host, the apartment guy, Tate Seamer. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Apartment Guys podcast coming at you today. This is Tate Seamer and I'm the host of the Apartment Guys. My co-host Chelsea Garber can't make it today because she is in Italy and uh, she's actually over there on business, believe it or not. So it is just me and we are doing part two of the six steps to get your first deal. And last week, Chelsea and I went over steps one through three, and I'll just briefly review each one of those steps. We talked about step number one is getting a mentor or a coach in the space of commercial multifamily real estate. We talked about Chelsea's experience with the Michael Blanc mentorship program, which she went through and was very successful with completing and learning all the things she needed to learn to do her first deal. We talked about Jake and Gino's offering. Theirs is a two-year program. By the way, we have no affiliation with any of these officially. We love these guys, but we don't, they're not sponsors of the podcast, so to speak. We're just offering resources for you so that you can go out there and kill it in this space. So in addition to those two programs, we talked about there's others, right? There's Rod Cleef's program. Corey Peterson has a mastermind. That's great. It's fantastic. But a mentorship program or a coaching program inside the space of commercial multifamily is going to deliver you years ahead of where you otherwise would be. And it's also going to make sure that you avoid critical mistakes, right? Because the coach, like the Jake and Gino program, for instance, the coaches, you have your your coach, right? You have a personal coach and his or her job is to make you successful and make sure that you succeed and don't make critical mistakes and structure things properly and all that, all that stuff. So getting a mentor, again, it's like rocket fuel for this business. And I strongly, strongly recommend that you consider that. And if you have questions about that, feel free to reach out to me at investwithgreenlight.com. You can book an appointment with me there. We can talk for 15 minutes, 20 minutes about your business, no strings attached. That offer is always there. My Calendly link is in the website, investwithgreenlight.com. So that goes for any of these subjects, if you'd like to discuss them and learn more about them. The second step that Chelsea and I talked about in the six steps to getting your first deal is start identifying target markets. And we talked about the advantages of being in your own market, but sometimes your own market might like Salt Lake City, for instance, for us, this is an appreciation market. 
it's not a cash flow market. And we are intentional about doing deals that cash flow and provide our investors with ongoing returns throughout the investment paid on a quarterly basis. And so our investors, we invest in Columbus, Ohio and Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We are also looking in Tulsa and Cincinnati. We own properties in Oklahoma and Oklahoma City and Columbus, Ohio and Mansfield, Ohio. So identifying a market to go after, maybe two at the most, will get you started in forming relationships with brokers in that market, property managers, construction firms, construction managers. And that's going to allow you to really thrive and succeed in getting your first deal. That's how you go about getting your first deal. You can also go direct to seller. We'll talk about that. You know, Again, you need to know the market. You need to know the neighborhoods. And the most important aspect of this is to go to the market, go to that target market, go there multiple times, FaceTime with brokers and with other important power team members that you are looking to form relationships with. You can't beat FaceTime. And what you want to do is you want to tour properties, ideally with brokers. It's great to go to coffee or lunch. They do that all, you know, all day, every day kind of thing. But ideally you're touring properties and you're talking about deals and you're learning from the broker about the market, right? Because when you talk about a specific deal, you're learning about, of course, the market that it's in. And that's super important to the deal. So start identifying your target markets. That's step two. Step three is to identify your strengths and superpowers inside of this business once you get to know it well enough and do those things and look for partners to fill in the gaps. So in other words, you might be really great at finding deals. You might be really great at raising capital. You might be really good at underwriting. You might be really good at asset management, right? Those are things to know about yourself and to know what you do well, because what you do well is, is something that it's, you're also going to enjoy it. And for me, I love this business and I love what I do and get to do every day. And to me, enjoyment is very important. I make no bones about that. It's enjoying my work is, is a priority and a core value of mine. So you know, identify your strengths, your resources, what you have, what you don't have, and start looking for partners to fill in the gaps. Maybe that's a key partner or a key principal for your deal, your loan sponsor with the net worth, liquidity, and resume that's required by lenders to get the loan. Maybe that's a capital raiser that's going to dig in with you and raise the capital for the deal. Maybe it's a deal finder. Maybe you're the capital raiser. So know yourself, right? This is like an important part of spirituality and everything else is in life is to know yourself. And the better you know yourself and strengths and weaknesses, the better that you can perform inside of your strengths. Highly recommend doing a self-inventory on this and read books, right? Read Lance Edwards' book, The Secret of Making Big Money in Small Apartments. Read Joe Fairless's book, which is the best ever apartment syndication book. And start to look at the different roles in a general partnership, in a GP, and start to envision what you can do well and do it. Step four is where we're going to start off today. Brand new step that we didn't talk about. 
and that's to start raising capital. And again, you can do this through your relationships with capital raisers or capital partners, but if you're going to go about raising money for your deal yourself, this is something that you want to start right away. And one awesome way to do that, I'm going to plug somebody else again, somebody else's business that I don't have an affiliation with, but Good Egg Investments offers a basically a turnkey system that is your landing page, your click magnet, your CRM integration, your automated emails to your investor list, et cetera, et cetera. They build it all for you, right? And then they coach you how to use it. They have a coaching program. Also ha- have them coach you on how to build it yourself. But I honestly wish that Greenlight had done this years ago and had worked with Good Egg to build our system. Our system's great now and we love it. And uh, it's successful, right? But it would have put us ahead of the game by a lot of months to have somebody build our system for us. And it would have been better right out of the gate than ours was. So consider that you're basically at this point wanting to talk to everybody that you know about what you have to offer. And that's the mentality mindset to be in is you have something that's amazing to offer people. And that's in the form of a powerful multifamily investment, which is a business in a box. And they get to invest in that. It's a tremendous opportunity for them. It's an alternative to the stock market that is less, way less volatile. And it's a hedge against inflation. We can talk about that in another episode. So you're offering investors capital, or you're, I'm sorry, you're offering investors opportunity to invest their capital and put it to work it, to make really good returns. So one way to do that is to get a sample deal from a syndicator that you know. And that could be me. That could be really anybody that's doing active apartment deals. Take the offering memorandum to your friends, family, colleagues, people you know that are in business and show them the opportunity and say, if I were to bring you something like this in the future, would this be something you'd be interested in? That's a great way to start building your investor base. And that's what you want to be doing right now is building your investor base, building your investor relations, right? Automated emails, educational stuff that you send, you email to your investor base. These are all super important aspects of getting a deal done, getting your first deal done. You need, you're going to need capital to get it done. So that's step four, start raising capital. Step five is my favorite and that's find a deal. Go find a deal. There's a lot of ways to do this. Again, we work with brokers primarily in our markets and we love our brokers. We trust them. We have great relationships and enjoy working with our brokers. But there's other ways to go about getting a deal as well. You could go direct to seller through a program like Reonomy or Yardy Matrix and identify properties that you want to go after, the size, the vintage, et cetera, that you want to go after and start calling those owners and start writing them and start emailing them, texting them and forming relationships. This is a long game. And you're, what you're trying to do when you're out finding a deal, whether it's with a broker or an owner, is establish a relationship, establish rapport. And again, this it could take five to seven touches before you get a response from an owner. 
and they may not be interested in selling that property. They may have other properties, right? A lot of these owners have multiple properties and they also may want to sell in the future and you want to be top of mind. So you want to keep that relationship going. My friend Sterling White calls this world-class follow-up. You want to follow up in a way that's absolutely world-class and so that a seller, when they are ready to sell, thinks of you and calls you. So those are the two main ways of finding deals is direct-to-seller marketing and broker relationships. And that's really where you want to focus. And uh, that's how you want to go out and establish your business and establish your brand inside of that, right? So that's step five. Emphasize once again, how crucial it is to go to the market that you're shopping in. It's so key. And if we're going to write an LOI, a letter of intent, which is basically the first step in an offer, if we're going to write an LOI on a property, we will go to the property first and walk it with the broker and make sure that we are 100% confident, at least in our offer, our preliminary letter of intent to move forward. And again, that shows a lot of initiative to the seller when they're trying to decide between you and somebody else. If you've been there, if you, if you flew or drove to that market from a long distance, that really gets their attention, right? Gets your broker's attention and it gets the seller's attention. So going to the market is gold, guys and gals. Like You want to be doing that. The final step in getting your first deal is to start writing letters of intent on properties of course, that requires underwriting those properties. And I'll just briefly touch on underwriting. You can have somebody experienced underwrite a deal for you. You can have someone on your team underwrite a deal. If you don't know how to underwrite it, you can learn to underwrite. I highly recommend that, by the way, no matter what you think you're going to be doing in the business, I think it's important to understand the underwriting and spreadsheets. So you're going to underwrite deals and then you're going to write letters of intent on deals. And letters of intent, like I said, are the first step in negotiating a PSA, which is a purchase sale agreement. And letters of intent will basically introduce you to the seller. You will talk about your business and what your goals are and what you're trying to do and why you love the, mar- the market that you're shopping in and why you like the property. It will identify the price that you're willing to pay. It'll identify the terms of the offer. In other words, the due diligence period, the financing period, the earnest money deposit, whether or not that's non-refundable. That's a big deal right now. We, we see a lot of markets where non-refundable earnest money deposits are very common. So that's something to be prepared for as well. It's something to look for in a partner if you don't have liquidity to put an earnest money deposit down. And so all of those things go in the letter of intent you basically want to make it personable and you want to make it authentic. You want to share the vision that you have for maybe the property and maybe your business, right? Like you want to talk to them about we're doing, we want to grow our portfolio in Columbus, Ohio by a thousand doors in the next year. That's something I share with sellers and brokers. And you can put that in your letter of intent. I'm going to give you a few other things that you want to consider including with your letter of intent when you send it in. You may want to write an additional cover letter 
maybe if it's it's even handwritten, but we uh, we often write a cover letter and we often send our credibility kit, which is our company profile brochure, PDF that tells all about our team, how we do our deals, how we structure deals, what we look for in deals. It also has our portfolio in it. We will also send in a pre-approval letter. And sometimes that's just a letter from our lender that says, we've reviewed this deal. We've underwritten it ourselves. This is the basics of the loan that we think we're going to be able to get. And by the way, we've already closed deal. Well, in this case, it's your first deal. So we've we've underwritten the sponsor as well. Like You want to include all that, have your lender include that all in his or her letter to the seller with your letter of intent. One other thing that you can put with your and include with your letter of intent is proof of funds. And if you have a partner or if you have funds yourself that you can show will cover the earnest money deposit, the down payment on the loan, perhaps, perhaps the capital raise even, that's unusual. But if you can show capital right? That's going to increase the seller's confidence and the broker's confidence that you can close the deal. That's what sellers care about. Can they execute on this deal? And that's why the first deal is challenging to get done, more challenging than the second deal and third deal and fourth deal. And it's why it's so crucial to get it done, right? Like Our whole point of these two episodes is to help you focus on the path to your first deal, right? We really want to see you do your first deal because we know what happens after that. After you do your first deal, brokers start calling you because you own property now and they might want to try to list it. They want to establish relationships with you because they know your players in the market now. Lenders seek you out. Equity seeks you out. And it's just a lot easier to get deals done. So it's kind of like pushing the boulder up the mountain and getting to the summit. And then after that first deal, which is the summit, you're rolling the boulder more downhill, right? And it's easier and it gets easier and people and resources start coming to you. So get that first deal done, whatever it takes. And again, like being a small equity percentage on your first deal is a-okay. You want to do whatever it takes to get that first deal done. Be on the GP yourself, even if it's... 10% or 5% or 15 or 20% of the GP, you want to get the deal done because then you can say, I have this many doors. I have this much experience. I've built my resume. And that's really the most important aspect of your first deal. Of course, as deals come down the pipe in your your future, you're going to structure them so that, that you're doing very well, as well as possible, right? with consideration to your limited partners. You want them to do very well, Um, but we're all in this to make money and to be profitable and to build wealth. And so you want to make sure you're doing that, but it's not so important on the first deal. So be humble, be gracious, be grateful, and go out and establish the relationships, the long-term relationships that it takes to get this business done. I'll share with you a quick story and then we'll be all done. When we did our 20-unit building community here in Clearfield, Utah, which we started at the end of 2020 and just sold last week, as a matter of fact, we brought one of Salt Lake City's biggest, baddest apartment 
guys, apartment developers and uh, investors. And we brought him into our GP at a small percentage. We offered him 5% to be a mentor and advisor, like a board of advisor type role on this deal to basically consult with us, to look out for any mistakes we might make. And we have since done five deals with that partner who is now our loan sponsor. He invests money in our deals. And it was the smartest thing we ever did, which is to establish a long-term relationship with our KP, key principal or sponsor. Those are synonymous. He's fantastic and we love him and he loves us. And it's been just an incredibly advantageous profitable, lucrative relationship. And it started with us giving away, quote unquote, our equity or some of our equity in the, in the deal to bring him on and be smarter and be better than we otherwise would have been. With that, go get them. Like, get out there and start making strides and doing the things that it takes. I'm going to encourage you again to reach out to me anytime you feel like you need help at investwithgreenlight.com. And uh, again, no strings attached, just mentorship, right? Coaching, brainstorming, and masterminding your business so that you can move to the next level. And we do have a 506C offering that we're raising for right now. You can find that at the website as well, investwithgreenlight.com. And I would also just briefly ask you to leave a rating and review if you got a lot out of this episode, we love to hear from you in the way of a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. So with that, I'm going to say thank you again for listening and thanks for being a loyal listener. We want to see you succeed. And so with that, I'll just say thank you again and go get them. Take care, everybody. We'll see, talk to you next week. And Chelsea will be back next week. This episode of The Apartment Guys is being brought to you by Greenlight Equity Group. Greenlight Equity Group acquires and operates cash-flowing multifamily assets in progressive metropolitan markets such as Salt Lake City, Idaho, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and Columbus, Ohio. Greenlight targets consistent solid returns for its investors and a healthy environment for residents by operating high-quality, safe, clean, affordable apartment communities. To learn more about Greenlight and to sign up for the investor list, go to www.glequitygroup.com. Thanks for listening to The Apartment Guys with Tate Seymour. Tate and friends are grateful to have you as a loyal listener. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with friends on your Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, check out Tate's YouTube channel for videos of many of these episodes and more. Until next time, take massive action steps and rock on. 